I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now, your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, we're going to go through an article that someone sent me and uh, really break it down. Break it down into what its points are and what the points of the article should be, uh, which is an interesting dichotomy because they're not nowhere near the same. Uh, the article, by the way, was put out by the Washington Post, and it's called Millions of Baby Boomers Are Getting Caught in Country's Broken Retirement System. So... This article, which is by far one of the longest articles I've ever read, and I hate long articles, but it took the, it followed the lives of five families that have all done terribly in our system. And I think the, the concept behind the article in this Washington Post, and I don't know who the Washington Post is, and whether they're liberal or conservative, what probably liberal from what I can take from this article, is that they believe that the country's retirement system is unfair, unjust, it doesn't work, and that most people out there are failing at retirement because the system itself doesn't work. So how they went to prove this is they took five different families' lives and tracked them from their youth all the way until their 70s, and the retiring years. And what they did was, which is kind of interesting, is they told you all of the problems and the challenges these people ran into during their lives. And how these problems and these challenges tied to the way our lifestyle and financial and educational and retirement systems all work together uh, has really been the problem. The argument I'm going to make today is the real problem has nothing to do with the job system in our country 
because I got jobs even when I had no education, even when I came from a poor family. I had no problem getting a job. Um, I had no problem saving money. I had no problem getting insurance. I had no problem saving and investing and doing all the things necessary to become successful by age 34. The system's not the problem. The people using the system, the educational processes that are derived from the system, the educational processes handed down from generation to generation is the problem. And in all of this, you find that people fail. They fail financially, they fail emotionally, they file, file relationships, fail in relationships. And it's because of their choices. Yet, as you read this article, they would have you think that these choices are the most logical and traditional choices you can make. So what I did was I went back through and I took the time to read the article and said, okay, I'm going to break these things up into the failures of each of these families and not the failure of our society to take care of these families, but rather the failure of these families to take care of themselves. And that's what I'm going to present to you today. It's a counter to this article, which says that our retirement system failed these people. I suggest to you, they, ref, they, re, no, they failed themselves rather than the retirement system failed them. Now, having said that, I will agree that the retirement system that's in place today is not very effective. But I still meet people, thousands of people, hundreds of people every year that went through the normal system and came out the other side with at least enough money to be able to make some good logical decisions later in life to retire. Hence, join Lifestyles. Take the successes you've parlayed in the past, put them together. Now, multiply them with the knowledge that rich people and successful people have about money and finance, and then put themselves in a position where they can retire in a period of time after that. So, Without getting into a sales pitch for Lifestyles, which is very easy to do, if you read this, you're going to see that the people in Lifestyles have massive success compared to the average person. I want to go into the mistakes you can avoid so that by the time you're done with all of this stuff out here that this article talked about, you can come get to me. You can come get to my program, and we can help you do something to change your life. But let's get started. I'm going to start with this concept, this premise, that there's three stages to your life. There's probably more than that. I've lived through them all. And at age 64, birthday coming up in just a few days to be 64 years of age, I've always told myself since I was a kid I wouldn't live past 65. You say, well, that's a pretty morbid way to live life. I said, well, here's my theory and logic behind that. Uh, my father died by 65. My grandfather died by 65. Uh, many of the men in my family, my uncle died by 35. Um, most of the men that I knew in my family died by the time they were 65 or 66 years old. I have like one living uncle, and he's an anomaly. But um, as a young kid, I didn't even know he was existed because when I was a young kid, he hadn't lived that long yet. And so my, my life was always lived under the assumption I've got to get it done, get it done now. 
I've got to pack 70, 80 years of life into 65, and at the end of 65, I should be able to go, boom. Man, I got a lot out of it. It was worth it. And I have to say, as of this point, at 64 years of age, I've pretty much completed everything I've wanted to complete. And so I'm there. You say, well, what do you do after 65? Well, that's a whole nother radio show because I've got plans, you know? If, if the, uh, the bell doesn't ring in 65, I got plans, but that's another radio show. What I'm talking about now is that period of time from teenage to 65, what do you do? So we start out in what I call the youthful arrogance and laziness stage. Youthful arrogance and laziness stage. Uh, I have three kids. Well, between my, my wife and I, we have three kids. And I would say two of them are living smack dab in the middle of laziness and arrogance. The, what does laziness and arrogance mean? It means that you will waste that time that which you have. Those precious energetic years from age 18 to age 40, when you really have the energy and the intelligence to accomplish almost anything. From age 27, 28 to age 34, I retired a millionaire. I had the energy, the enthusiasm, the intelligence to go out to strive, to accomplish it. Because that's your really, those are your really high producing years. People say your productive years are in your 40s. Nah. Nah. Now, that's the leftover productivity. That's the thing where it's multiplied by the fact you now have a better job or you have more money to invest. Yes, I became 10 times more productive in my 40s than I did in my 30s, but I never could have if I would have not, if I was not successful in my 30s. Sorry. Um, I wrote down some notes here. They waste a lot of time. Um, what do they waste that time on? Well, let's talk about um, number one, school. Kids use school nowadays. They didn't when I grew up. When I grew up, you went to school because you were going to get a job, so you had a specific goal in mind. But kids use school now as a way to keep out, to stay out of society, to not have to go out there and grow up. And the longer they can stay in school, the longer their parents can support them, the longer they have the time just to play and party. Right? So they're wasting time. But not only are they wasting time, they're wasting money. Now, whose money are they wasting? Well, they're either wasting their own, which is probably highly unlikely. They're wasting their parents, which is more likely. Or they're going into debt, which is going to leverage their future or their parents' future. And they're wasting their future. To do what? To travel and party. To play. I know it's Halloween coming up. It's funny that... Everybody wants to go buy a Halloween contest. They can't think about buying an investment. They can't think about doing anything that's productive. They just want to go get a Halloween contest costume. Wow. Think of the priorities at that age. We'll be right back with the Dell Wompsy Radio Show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're going through an article by the Washington Post called Million, Millions of Baby Boomers Are Getting Caught in Country's Broken Retirement System. I'm making a parody of this uh, article because I actually believe it's full of bunk. The reality is what I'm making, uh, my premise is that there's three stages of your life and people mess those stages up. Stage number one is youthful arrogance uh, slash laziness, in which case they make no commitments. They waste their time, they waste their money, they have no savings, they have no investments, and they do not commit to nor stay with a job. They change from job to job to job. Job means nothing to them, it's just a side note to them. Now, let's get into the deeper stuff. Let's go into the stuff that really creates problems, besides the traveling and the partying, and also the endless school and school debt that they accumulate. Let's talk about that first relationship, that first marriage, that child born either in wedlock or out of wedlock in your 20s in your early 30s. You haven't committed to anything yet. You don't have a solid job. You don't have a solid work ethic. You don't have any savings in the bank. And yet, you think you can afford to bring another human being into this earth, into this world. And it takes you down. You just don't realize how much it takes you down. It takes away the days you can go to work. Somebody's got to take care of the baby. And if you're not taking care of the baby, then there's got to be child care. Or you've got to screw up your parents' life and have the parents lose their time to take care of the baby. Somebody's got to take care of the baby. So, well, you should love babies, Dell. Doesn't matter whether you love them. I'm talking about why you're broke. You're broke because you love babies. I have babies and I'm not broke. There's a difference. It's the choice of when to have them and where and who with to have them, right? There's a difference. And so you have this baby or maybe even more than one baby and maybe you're not even wedlock. And how do you support that? Oh my gosh, Dale, you're so prejudiced. Think of all the different minorities out there that have babies and babies and babies out of wedlock. Well, don't you always wonder why all the minorities are poor? Why they're on the lower socioeconomic bracket of our society? This is not prejudice speaking. This is purely financial facts. It could be the same with white kids, the same with any nationality. You get yourself pregnant at an early age and you can't support that kid. You're going to be coming out and fighting from underneath water for the rest of your life, or at least for quite a while. So here we are. We've gone through our youthful years, our energetic years, and we've let them just deplete away. I've got a couple of kids right now that are in that same mode. I've got another kid that's not in that mode. He's out there uh, working and creating success for himself. But he went through the got married twice already routine by the time he's 30 years old. Now, 
he didn't actually get married because in this day and age, people don't get married. They move in together. They commit to each other. And he had a kid with the first one. And the second one had two kids by another guy. But he uh, took those kids in and moved in with her. And so he's financially devastated by these two relationships, the one with the baby. And by the way, he loves his baby. Don't get me wrong. And the one with the woman had two babies, which turned out to be a real problem for him both uh, psychologically and financially. And now he's on the other side of all that, which is good. We're really happy for that. But now he's starting. Think of this. He's starting in mid-30s all over again. Because why? Because those things took a bite out of the middle and most energetic part of his life. And did he end up with a woman in his life? No, they're, they're not there. See, I did the same thing. I picked the wrong woman. But I picked that wrong woman in my 30s. And so I was more financially able to get through that problem, solve that problem, pay that problem off and make it go away and move on with my life. But most people, their first relationship is not the one they end up with. Very few people spend the rest of their life with that first relationship. Yet at that time, I can tell you, my first wife, man, I'll tell you what, my my first wife, my high school wife, uh, high school, married right when got out, got into college, I loved her. I thought that was the one. It was going to be the one for life. Got out there in the real world. It was no longer high school. And mommy and daddy taking care of us. Boom. All over with. Just couldn't happen. Just couldn't happen. So I I'm really told the story wrong. I actually had a first wife. I forget all about that. That's how much I don't think about it as being relevant. But I was able to get in and get out without too much of a scathing. But I did that early. 20 years of age. And so... Uh, I still had my 20s and my 30s to survive. But I'm not saying that I'm right or I did it right. I'm just telling you these are the things that take people down. Now, let's move on into middle age. Now, middle age has its own kinds of mistakes, the things that take you down. Here's, as as I read through this article of these five different people, right, that didn't succeed, here are the things that I saw. Middle age is where now you have kids, and your kids are sucking you dry. You don't have one kid. You have two or three kids, maybe three or four, but at least two or three. They need school, so they suck you dry for college. They get babies. Now they want you to help support the babies they can't support, right? They go through problems. They have legal problems. They get in accidents. They destroy things, destroy cars. They get divorced. And they suck you dry to have them support them. You're still supporting them in their 30s. And we see it all the time. We're still supporting our kids in their 30s. I guarantee you. Except for one, and one of them doesn't need support. Um, let's Let's talk about the parents. At some point, most people pick up their parents. Their parents become dependent on them. This usually happens in middle age. So now you got the kids sucking away from you on the bottom and the parents sucking you down from the top. This is a lot of stress, a lot of challenges. What mistakes do people make? I'm talking about what they're, it's what they're talking about in this article. They're talking about, boy, look at these challenges you have. This just isn't fair. Goes on and says, 
people change jobs all the time. You know, I worked at the same job for 12 years. By the time I had worked there 12 years, I had saved enough money, invested enough money to retire, 34 years of age. Some people can't keep a job. They can't stay at the same job. They change jobs over and over and over again. So there's no stability, there's no continuity to income. Some of them go, you know what, this job is so dead and I'm gonna go back to school. Can you imagine pulling up stakes at 40 years of age and going back to school and changing careers? They were talking about these people changing careers at 40 years of age. And what's funny is that the careers that they talked about were ridiculous careers. I mean, they just, in 40 years of age, some reason you think, I should stop doing what pays me money and start doing what I want to do. And so you go to school and get a degree in something that's so ignorant that you couldn't get a job in it if you wanted to. But that's what middle-aged people do. They're just grasping at straws. We'll be right back with Del Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Austin's Talk, 1370. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today, I'm parroting an article out of the Washington Post that says millions of boomers, uh, baby boomers are getting caught in this country's broken retirement system. And what I'm basically pointing out is that really they're getting caught in a tremendous number of bad decisions in their life uh, that are really an outcry of our societal norms and the way we see the world right now. Stuff that wouldn't have happened 100 years ago happens right now on a regular basis. Most people fall into these categories. Now, not everybody does, right? So we started out with useful arrogance, and we discussed all the mistakes people make in their 20s and early 30s. Then we move into middle-age mistakes, and one of them, I said, was changing jobs. They, they, for some reason, they believe that they're not, they're worth a lot more than what they think they are, and they want to change job after job after job. This is something that has been touted as normal. In fact, um, I remember reading articles in the past where they were saying the average person will hold down five or more jobs, major different jobs during their adult life nowadays. That's the way our workforce works. And, uh, okay, if that's the case, then that's part of the problem, right? That you just move it around, move it around, move it around. You can never really establish a good savings and financial retirement plan while you're moving around, moving around, moving around. But that seems to be what society says you should do. Uh, let's talk about... Um, the people that middle age go back to school because they said you don't have enough education. You can't go any further. 
I don't know why people think they have to go further in their job. They believe the job should pay them more money every year, no matter what. When the truth of the matter is a job is a job. You go there, you do it, you get paid. Now your goal is to get up in the morning and do the things that make your life better. Save and invest your money in a manner that makes your life better day after day, month after month, year after year. That's what your responsibility is. It's not your boss's responsibility. People come to me all the time and say, I'm worth more money than what you're paying me. I say, I know you're worth more than I am paying you, but the job you're doing for me is not worth more than what I'm paying you. There it is. And yet people think that there should be a cost of living raise every year. This is just ridiculous concept. Your boss is not your parents. They don't owe you anything. You got a job, you get paid. You don't want the job, you leave. They'll find somebody else to do the job. But they think that they should, and when that doesn't happen, the next step is to go get more education. Generally, the problem is the education is not effective in getting them a better job. It's just effective of using up more and more of their life savings and or going in debt in midlife, which is just terrible. Uh, let's see what else here. We go going into debt. A lot of middle-aged people, this is their deep in debtness period of their life. This is when they buy a home they can't afford, automobiles they can't afford, automobiles for their kids that they can't afford, college degrees for their kids, and college debt for their kids they can't afford. And so they go deep into debt for a lot of things that are just ridiculous. They're called house poor. And um, once you're there, man, you've just spent hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars you don't have. You don't have it. But you spent it. Where do you think it's going to come from? You've leveraged your future to give you something you want today. You don't have to admit this. You know it's true. You know everything I'm saying right now is true. You just don't want to admit it. You are living above your means. You're accumulating debt. You're trying to make your job pay for your cost of living as opposed to you figuring out how to go out there and invest your money to pay for your cost of living, right? What other ones do you have? Well, we already went over the fact that you're probably supporting your kids, and you may even already have gotten to the point where you're trying to support your parents. Again, problems. And now let's tagline it. You're at the point in life where you need wife or husband number two. Yes, by midlife, you need a second spouse. The fling, the great fun, excitement, and beauty of the first spouse. Oh, that one that was so cute, so hot, so unbelievable, so witty, so fun, turned out to be a complete dud as a long-term partner. And you got rid of them. They got rid of you. And now you go and find somebody that's the complete opposite. So I went from a woman that was completely conservative, boring. And when I was a young kid, I didn't know how boring she was because she was so beautiful. All I cared about was how beautiful she was and how hot her body was. And I didn't realize how boring she was. And when I got married to her, then all of a sudden I had access to all the jewels. <laughs> but then I had to live with her and talk to her. And then I realized how boring she was and how much she didn't want to do anything that was exciting in life, like succeed. So, got rid of her. What is the next thing you do is you flip all the way to the other side, and I went for a whack-a-mole, just crazy woman. I mean, the mother of my daughter is insane, and if anybody's ever met her, they'll go, Dell, you're right, she's insane. I woke up one day, and she'd hocked everything in my house so she could get a fix. Um, you know, it was just 
unbelievable how it flipped from one way side of the world to the other side of the world. Yet I see that happen all the time. You see people that say, man, I'm so tired of the left, I got to go way right. Or if you're so tired of the right, I got to go way left. You see women that have married guys that were gamblers and alcoholics and, and crazy guys that couldn't hold down a job. Whew, go all the way over to the other side to some conservative, usually fat, I'm, I'm defining four or five guys right now I see in my mind's eye who will are putts and shamuses, who will live in a matriarch world where the woman co totally dominates, controls, and manipulates, and they'll do whatever they want. Or it's a woman who will live under that ruling of a man who will just let him control, manipulate, and dominate. And it's just role reversal. I'm tired of being the person that has to support this person. Now I'm flipping over to somebody who's going to support me and my desires. Complete reversal of roles. That's that second spouse, right? But that spouse is going to become just as boring, just as unrealistic to you as a partner in life, really not even a partner. And it's going to start to deteriorate somewhere and through the end of your mid life, because you're going to see you just, you don't fit together. It just doesn't work. And so somewhere along the line, that secondary mar marriage is going to fall apart, probably after the kids. You probably had kids with the secondary person, and that held it together for many, many years. But you're sitting there going, man, I know this is not the person I want to live the rest of my life with. I can't get out. So what do you think that does to the quality of your life? What do you think that does to your ability to save money? I see families out there going, we need to spend the money on the kids. No, we need a bigger house. No, we need a better car. No, we need to travel. No, we need to do this. And you fight over where the money's going to go, and it gets split up into a thousand different pieces, none of which go to success. And there you go. You wake up one day and you're old. And now you're in the third trimester of life. Late life. Late life has a completely different set of problems. Psychological problems, financial problems, physical problems, emotional problems. It's got all kinds of really terrible problems. Mid, when you come to late life, especially early late life, there's going to be characterized some medical problem. I'm trying to think of the first one that got me. I think it was staff... Uh, I went in for a vasectomy, and I got staff uh, at the hospital, almost died from that. Um, torn rotator cuff, blew out my tricep, blew out my bicep. Um, let's see, had my appendix out, um, had my intestines taken out, removed, put back in again. Um, almost, oh yeah, I forgot, I had cancer, almost died of cancer. Man. When you're in your 40s and 50s and 60s, the body's not the same. You, th you think it's the same. It's not. By then, you also don't look the same. You don't have the energy. You look in the mirror and go, who is this person? And your spouse looks at this and goes, who is this person? And you know your spouse is looking at you going, who is this person? And you're like, wow, I hope they just love me for me. Right? And that's what you're looking for in that third spouse, is one that would just love you for you. <laughs> because there's no more Mr. Super Stud. There's no more hot chick. You're now just an old person. you got all kinds of aches and pains and problems, and you're looking for someone to just help you get through it. 
But you've got some other problems besides the medical problems. you got fitness problems. Some of you can't walk. Some of you have arthritis so bad. You've got, there's a thousand fitness problems. You've gained weight. You're 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 pounds overweight. And it's just there. You're at the point where you have some other medical problems, one which you can't buy insurance. Why? Because you can't keep a job. Why can't you keep a job? Because you get sick and don't go to work on time. You are, have more illnesses than young people do. Why else can't you get a job? Because you're overqualified. We'll come back. We'll talk about jobs when you're old. When we come back from the break. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we are discussing an article out of the Washington Post called Millions of Baby Boomers Are Getting Caught in This Country's Broken Retirement System. And my argument is, yes, that's true, but it's really because they're making the wrong decisions. So our society has taught you to do the wrong things. I've come up with three different phases of your life that you do typically, people do typically, that our failures typically do these same wrong things. So people that don't do these things are typically successful. It's that simple. Hmm. Well, uh, most people don't want to believe that. They want to believe the world's against them. They want to believe the system's against them. But the bottom line is, is once you make these mistakes in early youth and you make the same mistakes or different mistakes, but the, the middle-aged mistakes, by the time you get to late in life, you've got all kinds of problems you can't deal with because you didn't think about these problems when you were 30 years old. I mean, when you're 30 years old, you never think about the fact that your back is going to go out of you and you're not going to be able to work. And when you can't work, you lose your job. When you lose your job, you eat into whatever little savings you have, and pretty soon you're broke, right? Then you say, okay, now I've had my back surgery, my knee surgery, my arm surgery. Uh, now I've had all these different kinds of things that go wrong with you. People get sick between age 40 and 60, and they almost all of unsuccessful people have had some type of physical ailment along the way that has just knocked them into the dirt. And when they try to get back up, they run into the problem of getting a job. Because why? Because now you are what they call overqualified. It costs too much to insure you. Uh, you're too expensive to hire. And you're sick more often than the average younger employee. So you're done. Your employment. You've never learned how to make money without employment. And now you're looking at difficult employment situations. You're very lucky at age 50 or 60 or 70 years of age, you can even get a job, right? Because whatever it is you were trained for is already outdated. All things that are technical, uh, according to, uh, what was the guy's name, Moore's Law? Every 18 months, technology replaces itself. And if you're out of the workforce, and I've talked to guys that were software guys and, and technicians, you get out of the workforce for two years, you come back, that they don't use the same software. They don't speak the same speak. They don't do the same stuff. The theories that you had are gone. You know, when I went to high school and then to college, and I took geology because I liked geology, but I never really did anything with it, um, they used to tell us there was only 20 years of oil left in the ground. Well, now that's 30 years ago, and now there's thousands of years of oil. In fact, there's so much oil they're trying to get you not to use it. That's the beauty of it. Back then, they tried to get you not to use it because they didn't think they had any of it. 
Now there's too much of it. So the bottom line is technology is changing constantly. And you are no longer a good fit for employers. You've depleted your savings. And sometimes you have to go even deeper into debt with medical problems. So now your credit's ruined. Where do you go? What do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You jump on Social Security at a too early of age. The earlier you get on Social Security, the less they pay you. So your lifetime stipend for the rest of your life is small, very small, almost inconsequential. You have no savings. You have no retirement. You have no past. There's no pensions left over. You have a 401k. The 401k probably got depleted for medical expenses before you went into debt for medical expenses. But if you didn't, you pull the money out and you realize you don't have what you thought you had because now you have to pay taxes on that money. Well, you've already paid Social Security and Medicare taxes on it when you put it in. You didn't realize that you were paying taxes on it. And now you pull it out, you pay taxes on it again. Whew. Man, it just doesn't stop, does it? So now you're old. You have no money. You have no retirement. And you're trying to play catch-up ball. So whatever money you have, whatever investment you're going to make from age 50 on, many people try to gamble. They go for the big kahuna. They take massive risks. Because they're in what they call catch-up mode. I've, I should have started sooner. And every financial planner you meet can tell you, you know, Bob, you should have started when you were 20. It would have been easy. You should have started when you are 30. But, Bob, now that you're starting when you're 60, there's just not going to be enough time for you to save enough money for you to retire. Duh. You got a college degree to tell me that? You see, my friends, what I'm trying to share with you right now, and I'm going to put the article aside, and I'm just going to talk to you. Whatever age you are right now, you cannot afford one more day of not understanding how finances really work. You cannot afford one more day of making financial mistakes, of making physical and emotional mistakes. You cannot afford one more day of being unhealthy. You need to start making the right decisions financially, physically, emotionally, relationship-wise. You need to start looking at life and making some good decisions. It's time. Whatever your problem is, find the people can help you with your problem. If you've got financial problems, um, you need to look at whether you're a Dave Ramsey candidate or a Lifestyles Unlimited candidate. If you're broke, deep in debt, you need to go see Dave Ramsey because he's got a program for that. I don't have a program for that. I deal with the people that did everything that they thought was right, that should have been right, and have a modicum of success in life. In other words, they made it to middle class. Those people in middle class, I can take all the way to being wealthy if they follow what I say. I want you to envision this picture as a cartoon. There's a deep crevasse, and down in is a little stick figure yelling, help me, Dave, help me. And on the edge of the crevasse is another stick figure uh, with the name Dave, and a little air bubble says, come on up, come on up. And then I want you to look next to the crevasse, there's a giant mountain. And at the top of the giant mountain, there's another stick figure sitting up there with the name Dell standing right next to it. And there's another little air bubble. And the air bubble says, Dave, when you get him out of that crevasse, send him to me. I'll help go the rest of the way.
See, my friends, this is a two-part story. If you dug yourself a ditch, the first thing you do when you're in a ditch is stop digging. When you get out of the ditch, then you put on your hiking shoes and climb the mountain. That's the order. You should use our programs. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Momsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.